Welcome to the Seed Creative Podcast, the podcast where we discuss both video production and just life in general. The goal of this podcast is the same as the goal of our business, to make a difference in people's lives. Hello and welcome to the first Seed Creative Podcast. I'm your host, George Edmondson, and today's guest hosts are Jacob Cantrell and Adam Honeycutt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first off, this podcast is primarily to discuss um, all things Seed Creative because I'm really arrogant and that's all I know how to talk about. That adds up, yeah. Yeah. Does that sound accurate? 100%. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so today's podcast, we're just uh, going to give you a little bit of information on what Seed Creative is, who we are, why we work together, what we do. But, of course, this podcast is intended to discuss, honestly, all things video-related, but even deeper than that, just all things creative in general. So, um, join along, subscribe to us on YouTube and where else are we? Apple Podcasts, hopefully, Spotify, Anchor, and all the other podcast platforms. All right, so first topic really quickly. We're going to blast through these because most people that are subbed, especially listening to this first episode, probably already know who we are. But just in case or for a recap, uh, our first topic today, what is Seed Creative and what is this podcast? So I know the answer, but I want to see what... How do you define, if someone were to say, I've heard of this company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, what is Seed Creative? What would you define us as? That's a really like tough question right out the gate right there. Because I don't know if we have like a concrete definition for us. We've kind of, we've always kind of just been off the walls doing anything and everything. And I feel like lately it started to focus in a little more. But a little bit. We're, I think the best way to describe it is just like a video company with fresh ideas that's good what what would you say adam yeah <laughs> <laughs> so adam is probably the uh, most it's gonna be hard <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm pushing through. yeah so seed creative we are a video production company based in tuscaloosa alabama but we do so many types of video production ranging from feature-length documentaries to corporate video i would say probably our uh heaviest um uh, niche is corporate video, which includes safety training videos, um, in informational videos, but also ads and social media campaigns, stuff like that. So, um, this podcast is again, it's for creatives, but we do have a heavy focus and heavy lean on the video industry. So, um, the next thing, and again, I'm going to talk a lot early on, but what is Seed Creative? What is the name? So Seed Creative, we're a video production company, and Seed Creative is just, um, in, in the easiest way to describe it, the way that I like to look at it is every client of ours comes to us with some sort of an idea, and a lot of times it's undefined. They don't know exactly what they want, but they give us enough information, and that is the seed, and we can take it from there. We get creative with it, and then we can let that grow into whatever the final product is, whether that is, again, a safety video documentary, um, and then uh, and that's really about it. So that's Seed Creative. The name also does have biblical roots, so I am a Christian, and um, there are, you know, there are many passages throughout the Bible that talk about seeds, and so that's just something that's close to me in my personal life, and so I decided that that's, uh, that's what we wanted to do. So um, how did Seed Creative start? Uh, seed Creative started basically with uh, just the... Um, I had an opportunity to film a video for a company that I used to work for, and they told me they would pay me. They knew that I just did this for fun, and they ended up paying me more for the video than they did for a week of my actual job. And basically, the light bulb kind of turned on there. My wife and I uh, decided, honestly, Seed Creative would not be a thing if it were not for Christy, my wife. She said, I think that you should pursue video production because... We just made a lot more money really quickly, and we were struggling financially at the time. Um, you know, I would say we weren't struggling, but we weren't growing. We weren't getting to where we wanted to be, and um, Seed Creative has given us the opportunity to really take that seed of an idea and grow it into what it is now. Um, and so that's it. 
who all works for Seed Creative? Well, Seed Creative is uh, honestly a group of just a bunch of guys that work together. And some of us con are considered they work for Seed Creative. I'm doing quotation marks. But then there's other guys that do just work. And they're really honestly just subcontractors. And they're people that work closely with Seed Creative but don't actually technically work for Seed Creative. Q. Jacob Cantrell. Jacob Cantrell. So Jacob, I would consider Jacob absolutely a part of the Seed Creative team, but Jacob is also, he's his own thing, and I applaud him for that. He and I have had many talks, and I fully respect that decision because that's what I did. I worked with a lot of different video production companies early on, but I always stayed my own entity, my own, my own self. And so um, I've asked Jacob to come on as part of the team probably more times than I can even count. Just come on, man. Just come on. Just just be part of the team. And he's I, like, I no, I like being my own boss. And I'm like, dude, I fully respect that. So that's fine. He's an independent filmmaker. And just learn learn from the best, George. Yeah. So why don't we so we're gonna we're gonna go in depth on Jacob. We're gonna go in depth on Adam. We're gonna go in depth at some point on Nick and on Gavin. And so those names that you just heard really do make the core team of Seed Creative. Um, but first and foremost, why don't we dive a little bit into Jacob Cantrell? So we've already done a podcast on this, but we can do an abbreviated version. Why don't you tell everyone who you are, what you do, how you got started with Seed, what you're doing now, etc. All right. Uh, my name is Jacob Cantrell. I, when did I start with Seed? I guess that would have been like May of 2017. Do we want like the deep dive or do we want... Yeah, yeah, we can do a deep dive. This is a podcast, bro. <clears throat> we can talk all day. I mean, do we want brief and then get into the deep dive or you want like the weeds of I it? Think, I think let's just go, let's go all in. So I can tell them how you... Ignored yeah, dude, my emails. Look, hey, the people <laughs> people that are here for the long haul. And I was told by Nick that we must record for an hour. <laughs> so we have Nick is the producer of this show, and if he says do it, we have to do it. Okay. Thank you, Nick, for your leadership. All right. So whenever I was um, finishing up my time at the University of Alabama, I um, George's name got thrown my way via my girlfriend at the time she had gone and george had been you were teaching like a how to shoot better video on your smartphone class dude or something. people ask me for the weirdest stuff i'm just gonna be really honest right now and if you're listening i do apologize but i get asked by the most random people to talk at these random events most of the time i absolutely do not prepare um I'm just like, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, something about video. And I'm like, uh, how to shoot better video with a smartphone. Okay. So, yeah, I was there um, discussing. It was like a branding, marketing convention or something. I don't even know. But um, it was basically people that, uh, that were there were coming to me and learning how to shoot better quality um, storytelling and better quality in general uh, videos on their phone through Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. And my intent there, of course, there's always an angle with everything I do in business. My intent there was to say, I'm going to teach you these steps, but then when you actually get serious and you need more uh more high you know higher quality more of a thought process more pre-production um type of content they're going to remember me and they're going to come to me and talk to me and that has worked zero times <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i think i think it worked out um but i think that uh i think that it worked out if nothing else i got uh, an awesome friend out of it named Jacob, Aww. but then even uh, more importantly to me, someone that can do a good job. <laughs> so anyway, keep going. Doing I, a I good totally... job is more important than friendship, folks. Remember that. <laughs> I totally took over that conversation, so you continue. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, I, what was there? What's our saying? So I, I was George. I respect your leadership. No, <laughs> thank you, thank you, George, for your leadership. You could cut that. Out. Thank you, George, for your leadership. <laughs> anyway, I. Um, had been interested in. I've I've always been interested in making videos. I made videos for like school programs in high school, um, like campaign election videos for like running for offices and stuff in high school and all throughout school. And 
Um, that itch was really starting to come back as I was graduating college. I realized that I did not want to go sit at a desk in a cubicle somewhere. So I um, reached out to George. I sent him an email like, hey, you know, I'd love to just come like carry some stuff and just ask you some questions, follow you around. Nothing, just crickets. So I sent him one of those classic emails like, hey, my email has been not working right lately. Total um, bull crap. <laughs> it was working great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just didn't at, respond. I saw it and was like, who is this guy? I'm not going to talk to him. <laughs> I've been having email troubles. You know, I just wanted to make sure that you got my email. And I think at that point you responded. I did. And then did I respond back at that point? And then you ghosted me again kind of temporarily? I, or, dude, I don't know. I don't Look, here's the deal. The it, way, yeah, I, I fully respect people <laughs> that will follow up because that means that you're persistent and... Uh, the, and that's something else with Adam too that that we'll get into a similar situation there. But yeah, I mean, every now and then I, I'm I get emails like that all the time, and a lot of times I don't respond not because I'm you know meaning to ghost people, but sometimes I can't give it the effort, or I know you know right now we're not looking to hire anyone or whatever. So like, but you did you did follow up. And then I was like, okay, this guy really actually does care. He's not just some person that found me online and is just like, give me a job. And so, yes, continue. So, yeah, that I'm not trying to throw George under the bus for not responding to me. It's just a fun little joke between us. Yeah, no, I, the, the moral of that story was uh, if you really want something, keep going after it, I guess. Sure. But uh, he emailed me back and was like, oh, yeah, actually, great. I have a, a shoot tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Can you come to this construction site and make sure you have steel toe boots. So I got in the car at like nine o'clock at night, drove to Walmart, bought a $20 pair of steel toes and met George at 5 a.m. the next morning. And all I remember is asking him a lot of questions really fast and him actually answering a lot of them because I knew basically nothing about cameras at the time. Um, hey, I have, a, I have a fun story. Yeah. I didn't know much either. <laughs> I'm really good at faking it until I make it. I mean, that's where I get it from, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew a little, but, you know, I think I know more now than I did, hopefully. Oh, you definitely but know yeah. more now than you did. No. So, fun little tidbit, and then I'll let you go back. But the first video I ever shot as a solo person that went out, I shot on full automatic. Full. I didn't know white balance. I didn't know shutter speed. I didn't know frame rate. I didn't know any of that. It was fully auto. Full auto. Full auto. Don't ever shoot full auto if you're a video person. <laughs> All right, continue. I'm sorry. Um, So I just remember going out there that morning and running back and forth through this dirt lot, like grabbing lenses, doing whatever. And then after that, it sort of just started taking off. You kept asking me to come to more and more things. Uh, we got along pretty well. Was your first gig paid? No. I don't, I I don't think, think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I paid you until like the third or fourth gig. It was probably around then. I, yeah. I was just happy to be there. Right. I was happy to not be in an office. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And that's, uh, and Gavin has somewhat of a similar story. I didn't pay him for like two months. Wait, you he was an Gavin intern now? though. I'm just kidding. Gavin's getting paid now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really, I'm, I, I try my best to find talent and exploit it as much as possible until, until I'm like, ah, I guess I start, got to start paying them. Yeah. That's so, not true, guys. George is a really good, honest, fair guy. <laughs> thank you, Jacob. Okay, so that's basically, in a nutshell, Jacob's story on how I got started. So now we can pivot over to, really, I guess Jacob was the first person, technically, that I, and I tried a lot before Jacob, but Jacob was the first person that kind of came on board and started being behind the Seed Creative brand and name, Um and actually, like, saw what I was trying to do with the company and, and got behind it and was, like, proud to say, yeah, I'm doing video with Seed Creative. So he was kind of the first one that actually it worked. You know, I had I had tried with multiple other people and never worked. So then we pivot. I, um, I had done some wedding videography with another uh, videography company, and I had met this other guy named Adam. And Adam has a super fun story with me and I'm going to let him tell it because I don't know how much I'm supposed to say. <laughs> you can say all of it. <laughs> well, I'll let you out. So I'm going to let uh, Adam talk now. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I started off, you know, uh, when I was 18, I moved out and became a dispatcher for two years to the fire department and then uh, went on from there to doing lawns, True Green, went from there to working for the Birmingham Waterworks in a lab 
And uh, the past, the last couple of years uh, at the lab, I started building up clients on the side, filming live events, plays, that kind of thing, which thankfully Tuscaloosa has a pretty big community for that. Yeah, they do. And your sister is really involved. Yeah, my sister so Sarah. I, that yeah. helped a lot too with just, you know, being being in that world. That's right. Was, it was a was really good. cool connection. And, uh, you know, she knows everybody. And so I just started building that up and to the point that uh, I could switch over and do it full time and uh, um, did some other video things for a while and then uh, decided to do something different. And I uh, came to George and he was by himself at the time. Right. And I just showed up and said, Hey, um, I'd, I'd like to, to be a part of what you're doing. So that, that's the short version. That's the super short <laughs> I version. I just condensed like 15 years. That's why I was like, what all, and he <laughs> said he could say all of it. And he then can. he told us none of you it. You can. <laughs> I can't. You can. <laughs> no, you can say anything you want. Yeah. So Adam. Fill um, in the gaps for Adam, me. <laughs> Adam and I kind of met early on with uh i was doing audio recording at one point uh and it was for a play that his sister was doing he was doing the video we met briefly got to do stuff like that turns out he had actually been in a band and his his band and my band played together and we like i didn't even know that until he was like weren't you in that band and then we kind of connected the dots but um so then we both were doing wedding videos and we kind of built a relationship there because he and I would get booked on the same weddings a lot of times. So we already knew each other. We had an established relationship. I hired him for a few one-offs. Uh, he was working with another video company um, at the at the time, but then decided to make a shift and literally just walked into my office. He didn't, I don't think you called or texted or anything. He just walked into the other office that we were in prior to this one. And I was like, hey, Adam, what's up, man? And he says, hey, uh, I'm, I think that I'm, you know, maybe going to take a break and, and shift from what I'm doing currently. So if you need any help, I'd love to help you. You don't have to pay me. I just want to be a part of what you're doing. So, of course, there it is again, the <laughs> exploitation of local talent. And so I was like, sure, Adam, you can come as long as I don't have to pay you. <laughs> and uh, I think I didn't pay you for, what, three days or something? George is like a ruthless pimp. I was like, dude, Adam's actually like out of nowhere, this guy comes in and is bringing an increase, no, like no lie of like 200% to the value that I found in, in my business and what I did. And that, you know, I was already like seeing the value and having Jacob around. However, at the time, Jacob was still learning. I think that's fair to say. And so the value trade-off was I'm getting someone that can help me carry stuff, but I'm also teaching him. And so at that point, he wasn't at a position where I could just say, Jacob, go and film this. You know, still learning, still learning some stuff. I don't think he had his own camera at that point, or maybe you had just gotten one. And that also might have been when we went through our little... We yeah, had, Jacob and I little, broke up for a little we while. We broke up for a minute. We we had a little yeah. bit of a breakup, but but we made up, and uh, it's it's better than ever. So, <laughs> um, so Adam comes on board, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this guy can edit, he can shoot, he can write, like he understands um, way better than I do. Sucker. Oh, I'm a sucker. He understands way better than I do how to schedule. He knows how to write scripts like in the proper format. I didn't know any of that stuff. And at this point, I'm like four years or five years into my company, into my business. And so um, it just worked out, man. Like I, it literally, it was like the stars align. God was in the room, whatever you want to call it. Like Adam came and things just started happening and we just started getting work and he was providing value there. And my clients loved him. He's super easy to talk to. He's not going to talk a lot in this podcast because he's like, I hate being on camera. Adam drove from Nashville to do this, by the way. He works remotely for me now in Nashville. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, it just worked. And then we had another guy come on board. And, uh, you know, he, he worked with us for a little while. And then he ended up moving as well. Um, and so then we're back to just me and Adam. And then Jacob and I finally made up. Oh, but in that time, Gavin came. Yeah, but we'll we'll save Gavin for another time. So, um, all right, the next topic. I'm gonna look over here at Nick's. Uh, he's producing this thing. How did the business grow past hiring these people? And these what does people? having a team allow you to do? Hmm. Wait a minute, Nick. <laughs> these, these people. people. <laughs> Shoot. 
<laughs> Shows what you think of us, Nick. Yeah, dang, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so Seed at this point, I feel confident in saying that, and, and honestly, it has had to happen, um, especially here recently, just because we've had, like, family things that I've had to deal with. Um, like, Seed can run on its own. And I'm I'm so thankful and appreciative of the people that I have been fortunate enough to surround myself with to know that I can trust them to be able to do that. So I'm super thankful, obviously, for being able to surround myself with these guys. Like, really, at this point, Seed could run on its own, even with Adam making the move to Nashville, Tennessee. Again, we're based in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So, Adam, why don't you kind of just walk us through your experience working with seed for the first, you know, two years and then, you know, making the decision to move and how have things been going since you've been working remotely? Hmm. Well, uh, it was a completely different world than I was used to. I would say it's, uh, when you first came in, yes. yeah. When you first started working. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really appreciated it as far as, um, there, you know, <sighs> I guess I don't want to go too much into that, but I'm just, I was grateful for the opportunity to have a creative atmosphere where, you know, everyone has a voice, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone's, everyone's opinion matters and that's a big deal, um, uh, in our crew and everyone has value. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, coming, coming and working at seed for, you know, I guess it was a year or two, two mm -hmm. years here. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. I guess once I got my once I got used to the change, it was fine. Like it was, uh, it was just fun every day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, I just I enjoyed it every day. And then uh, when the time came, my wife got a job offer in Nashville, and we it was kind of a freak out moment because you know it's it's rare that you enjoy a job and you're going to move to a different town it's usually like you you hate what you do or you don't like the town and you don't like all this and then you move but this was like it was all good everything's fine no problems it's just this opportunity came and uh so you know but it was a little like nerve-wracking to start with but thankfully we live in the time we're working remotely especially this past year in 2020 the yeah. a lot of people had to do that so there was a lot of opportunities to figure out how to make that work so uh, we we figured it out and it's been fine. Would you say that you work more or less doing what you do now? Double. Yeah. Yeah. Like legitimately. Double or triple. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like crazy. It's, I had no idea. And uh, that's something that I've learned as far as like doing the scheduling side of it, which you deal with that on your and your stuff too. So how to schedule people and coordinate and talk and emails and text and you can't let that drop. You know, right. it's like when you get an email, you got to respond or you'll forget about it because you got 40 other things waiting on you. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's busy and it's but it's that's good, though. What would you say is the. I mean, and I think it was just, it's kind of what we just came out of, but like, what would you say, like numbers wise, how many different projects has Seed been juggling at once? Uh, like before? the max at one time? Yeah, max at one time. Uh, See, he's going to know this gonna, more I was, than I will. I was about to say, he's going to know uh, Probably, answer. I don't know, 15. 15 or, yeah, 15 or 20. Mm -hmm. And like, and that's that's not per that's not videos that's average too because it'll go from like seven to 20 i mean you know yeah. that's i'm just saying like we you know there's a lot of times where we'll have 10 or 15 going at the same time yeah but again i like to make that clear 15 could be one of those could be 10 videos yes th like yeah. that's one client mm -hmm. working with one client mm -hmm. like for instance right now we're working with a local hospital and we're doing five six videos and so when we say one project that still that equals six videos Jake, I'm going to ask you this. Why is, why is creativity so important at Seed and uh, everyone's thoughts? How do they all fit in um, at Seed Creative? Do you feel like, I guess what Nick is going for is like, is Seed Creative a monarchy and it goes from the top down? Or is it more like, is it is it a creative atmosphere where everyone's voice is heard? And how does it differ potentially from other people that you may have worked with? And this and this and that. No. Um. <laughs> I think that I'm just reading the lines I, on the on the screen, dude. <laughs> I think the simplest way that I can boil this down is you know how many times I've heard you say, just just do whatever you think looks good. Yeah. Just 
just do what like I trust you. Go make it look good. Right. I don't care what you do. Just make it look good. Yep. That I I cannot sum it up any other way than that. You really do give everyone who works with you like the freedom to make any like everything their own. Yeah. Like I don't know. I shot a project for you last week. Mm-hmm. I was it was three days at some like innovation incubator type place and. Yeah. You were just like, you kind of gave me like a brief, like, hey, here's what you want to do. But you really, like, that was about it. It was just like, hey, just go do this, find out what they want, make it happen. Right. And we were watching the video that Adam actually edited the other day. And I was like, okay, this is like really good. And then it made me feel great because it was like, it's not like you wrote down like, oh, do this, you know, shoot this at this, do this exactly like that. It was like, hey, just go make it look good. And I watched it back and I was like, oh, this actually looks really good. Like we did a good job. And Knowing that that came from a place of, like, you just trusted me to go do it and you, like, took the reins off versus just knowing that I did a good job because I did exactly what somebody else said. Like, that, that's what I love about working here and working with you and being on any project that's a seed project. Sweet. Yeah, I think that's great. And something else, like, a majority now, you know, early on, anything that you saw out of Seed Creative... 99% of it was me. That was, I was filming, I was editing, I was lighting, I was doing the audio. And dude, like, looking at the videos that I did by myself versus what we can create together as a team is exponentially different. Like, exponentially better Mm -hmm. when we all can collaborate and work together. Because, like, your eye, while I, you know... And I wouldn't even say I trained you. I don't think that I trained you. I think that I was just there to help point you in the direction of here's what usually looks the best, but do what you think looks good. Right. Like, I really am like, again, I'm trying to see when someone's talented, like, I'm going to just get in the way if I try to say do it exactly how I would do it. And so when we can work together, I can maybe have the overall grand vision and then pass it off to you for the visuals, you know, on projects when we work together. And then you pass that over to Adam. And Adam has already been the one that kind of wrote the script or did the booking. But then he can work on the edit. He sends it back to me. And then I can work on, like, a final edit, which typically there are subtle differences. But the story is still driven by, like, Adam's understanding of what the project needs. It's so much better than trying to do it all by myself or trying to be, like, putting my thumb down on everyone and saying, you shoot it this way and do three point lighting exactly like this. And then you edit it this way. I want this interview and then this interview and you know, like, dude, I, I let people do what they want. Something else about seed creative is we absolutely take risks and we will do videos in a completely different way than what you would expect. So a lot of times, and this is something that Adam, I would, I think it's fair to say you struggled with at first was music selection or edit style. You would edit safe and there was nothing wrong with these videos, but they were exactly what you would expect. They were cookie cutter. And I said, that's not how you grow in this industry. I guess I could, it's kind of a question, but I feel like it's also just kind of a statement of you were talking about, you know, delegating more. And how has that freed you up to do what you're better at? Because from what I've seen and been a part of, like the more that you uh, just like give up some of that control, which I know is really hard to do because yep. I'm a control freak yeah. at the end of the day. Um I feel like the company has only grown and flourished and the it projects has. keep getting bigger and better and more exciting and different. And I feel like a lot of that goes back to, like I said, just you being able to push off tasks that you don't necessarily have to do and you can trust other people to do. Right. So like, how has that affected you? Well, we're in a new studio that we just spent over $30,000 to get in cash. Um, we are not in any debt. We're a debt-free company. And what it has allowed me to do is just continue that vision of growth in a debt-free way. Um, There's no way that we could have been capable of doing what we've done with cash, um, having the gear collection that we have without me releasing control. Because at the end of the day, we're a company and we make more money 
when I can have you go and do something and have Adam work on a project and have Nick work on a project to get and me not be so having my hands and fingers all in it, we make more money. And more money means more opportunity to have super awesome new studios and go to Disney World with my family and pay for things in cash. And, you know, like, so at the end of the day, delegating has just financially been the best decision. Um, but it's also probably emotionally been the hardest decision because I do like to have control. And I, I have made mistakes where I trusted people and maybe I gave them control and it came back and bit me in the butt. And so it's it's really hard. Um, trusting people is very difficult, especially once you've trusted and then been burned, you know. Um, and so I would say that but delegating and, and getting those tasks off of me so that I can focus on the next five years of the company as opposed to how are we going to eat tomorrow like that that literally like that's what y'all have done for me and hopefully you know dude I like I signed off for you to be able to have an apartment <laughs> you sure did like kind of the same situation with you when you first moved out like it it has been so rewarding for me to be able to delegate tasks so that we can make more money so I can just turn around and give it to y'all and anyone listening to, to this podcast I'm not forcing them to say this have you gotten raises throughout the time working here consistently 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 thank you George for your leadership <laughs> thank you George for your leadership the eyes have it <laughs> dude delegating and getting tasks off of me literally it benefits everyone in this room and that that really is where my heart is. And we're getting super deep in this podcast. I did not expect to talk about things like this, but I actually that's whatever. People can listen to it and make their own assumptions. But I kind of look at it like a almost like a profit sharing program. You know what I mean? Like the better seed does, there is no cap. There is no cap on what people with within the seed creative group or community, there's no cap on how much you can make. And so the more that we grow, like, it's just going to benefit everyone. And I just think that's fair. And like I said, I've been told by multiple people, friends, family, uh, well, some some friends uh, that I should get like a line of credit. You know, I should do something like that. And dude, like, as easy as that would be, like, I can't, like, we can't do it. Like, we have to do everything with cash. And so we just, we work with clients that want to work with us. We work with clients that will pay our rates we work with people when we go up on a rate, it's usually justified and we have not lost any clients due to price or anything like that. Um, and it has helped us also uh, going up on our rates because I have to go up to be able to pay y'all fairly. We were able to uh, weed out the people that we don't want to work with anymore. Um, and it's not because we're necessarily better than those people or anything but you know we we're starting to get to where we provide a level of expectation that exceeds a lot of the people that may have worked with us previously that was a really eloquent way of saying <laughs> we do too good of a job for some people that just want a quick in and out video you see what i mean and then look we'll do some quick in and out videos we've got clients where they come in, they film on the on the backdrop, and then they leave, and it's no big deal, and we in and out, whatever, because we can provide that service. But um, you know, typically, you know, if we if we are a little bit higher, it helps us work with companies that find value in what we do, and they're willing to pay for it. And dude, we've been part of like our videos have been part of sixty five million dollar mergers. Our videos have saved people's lives um through through the safety training that we've given and then you know uh our videos have done a lot for people i want you to define what adam and i's roles are in the company oh, at this point what they what they maybe what they used to be and what they are now or you could just do now how do you see it in your eyes should i go first and then y'all define yourselves or should you define yourself i want first? you to i want you to define us and then i'll tell you what i think either way okay 
So <sighs> I, at this point, I would define Jacob as like a project manager um, with a strong emphasis on the visual side of of what he does as as a video person. So a lot of times Jacob is, uh, you know, I tell you this is the story we're trying to tell. So I do give you kind of a linear understanding of here's A, here's B, here's C. Like this is the end goal of the video. And then I say, go make it look good. And then when you get there, you say, all right, here's the shots we're going to do. Here's the people we're going to talk to. And so you've you've kind of morphed from, quote, just a videographer into more of a uh, uh, director, you know, but like director of photography. Um, that's kind of where I see you currently. You are not an editor. No, not a video editor, at least. <laughs> I I will never, <laughs> ever ask Jacob Cantrell to edit a video. Not and because don't you either. Not because he's incapable, because his editing is great, but he's just, he's not built for editing seed creative videos. What if I told you that I have a draft of a video due in like 24 <laughs> hours and I've barely touched it? <laughs> I would believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. When you first started, you were a PA. Yeah. I mean, you you know go and oh, grab yeah. go get and, my coffee. And see, even people would say <laughs> PAs. That's not their responsibility. But you know, we're not on like a film set. But mm -hmm. you were like you were just an assistant. It was like go grab this lens. Okay, thank you. Go get coffee. Whatever. And you I know? remember they're like, "What does ISO mean? Go break. Go break <laughs> my light for me on like the third shoot." Yeah, I did that. Um, and then Adam, when he first came on board, was probably just editor is all he was, uh, honestly, at first. And then he would start as like second camera op, stuff like that. Every now and then he'd go off on on shoots. But for the most part, like I was like the videographer or whatever. Dude, Adam has completely 180'd. Um, he's still an editor, but that's not even your primary role anymore. Adam's role, honestly, is like producer, project manager, project coordination, and script writer. And you're doing consistent 40-hour weeks. Mm -hmm. And you have to make yourself stop to <laughs> not do. do more. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he does more now than he did when he was here. Uh, because I was doing all of that. But again, Adam was someone that I could trust. And I delegated and shifted that over to him. And he's doing more of the booking the shoots and stuff like that. And I told him the only way we're able to do this is because what did I say a few days ago? Stop booking shoots. You're too good at your job. Like quit it. We got to take a break. Dude, I was like <laughs> for <"Stop."> a week. <laughs> I, th I, th I said three take weeks. A, oh, three weeks. Yeah. yeah. He texted oh. me. He was like, hey, you know, they're going to catch up on all these edits from like every video we've done for the past month. But be ready because after that. He's yeah, got them, he's he's got them all just we've already up got right now. Like, <laughs> so the University of Alabama just ordered another like eight videos or something from us. So it's like we've got to get started on those as soon as we get these edits done. It's freaking crazy. Would you say that your job got busier, more difficult, more because of the workload of like, what am I trying to say? Like, did it get harder because of working remotely or did it get harder because of like, the increased the amount of projects and stuff that we were taking on the growth of seed. That's a better way to put it. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it did become more difficult. I just really enjoy it. So it's like, I don't notice that as much. Like, I don't think like, Oh gosh, it's so hard. I just, it's like, there's always something to do. Sure. You know, it's like, I, I just did one thing. There's always another thing to do. And, uh, just juggling is the biggest thing, you know, just keeping the balls in the air and just keep tossing it back to other people is the biggest thing. They should never wait on us, that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, it, it, I don't know if it's gotten harder, but it's gotten busier. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful that I was able to see, you know, at first it was like I didn't know how to define Adam's role, kind of like what you were saying, because my expectations were as if I were looking at Adam as a mirror copy of me, and Adam is not me. Adam is Adam. And so it was. It took about a year to fully tweak and fine-tune what is Adam, what are Adam's strengths, where are places that it'd probably be better to delegate to someone else. I do that for myself as well. Um, absolutely. That's why I try to bring Jacob on as many shoots as possible that really require uh, like 
more of a cinematic feel um, as opposed to like just a corporate talking head. I'm really good at those. But, you know, Jacob has an eye unlike unlike myself. And so I trust him for that. And then Adam delegating that over to him. I finally realized when we did that documentary, I was like, oh, my God, he is phenomenal at this. This is insane how good Adam, dude. No, see, I know he's turning red right now, oh. dude. I have to. I, you are, you are. That documentary would not have been half as good as it was. We did, so we just did a feature doc uh, Emmy for the award state of Alabama. Doc. Yeah, um, and we we can talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> I was like, when I saw that PDF, it was like forty six pages long. I was like, dude, this is where you're. You shine. You shine in the edit, and you shine in pre production. And I was like, dude, I don't shine there. I don't. I'm really good at faking it until I make it. I'm really good at sales. I can get people excited about a vision. But then when it comes to execution on the pre-production, Adam kills it. And so I was like, dude, let him start doing that. When you first moved, I bawled my eyes out. You were here. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Adam, he's not going to have any work. I remember when he, you called me and you were like, hey, I've got, like, some really bad news. I was like, oh, my God, did someone die? Adam's Basically. moving to Nashville. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was I, dude, I swore. Now. I was like, Adam's done. Uh, and I, I kept, re- I, see, I lied. But I was like, dude, it's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. You know, it was gonna, uncertain though, honestly. I, and, you I know, was, was like, we were both, no, everyone's optimistic, but yeah. you really never know. I was like, there's know? no way I can keep this guy working 40 hours a week. There's no way. And now you can't stop. <laughs> it's like you had to work over the weekend, this mm-hmm. past weekend, you know? So um, I think that Nick has uh, as a, another question for actually Adam and Jacob. Nick, the producer, has to say something to us. I, I was checking an email. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Adam and Jacob, will you kind of talk about? and Adam, you can go first, of what has Seed Creative meant to you and what has the opportunities George kind of gave y'all meant to the both of you? Uh, it means a lot. Uh, you know, he, <laughs> it's hard to even say, but it's like uh, basically when I was in the transition period that I was in, he was my first choice, and I'm very fortunate that that he said yes and was able to allow me to come on board. Um, so I, I was, uh, I knew his style and it was the way I thought of it before I came here was just like younger and fresher and just willing to do fun stuff and be goofy. And I even told him before I worked with him, I was like, one thing that you do that I really like is you're, you're willing to get on camera and just show yourself and be a personality. And that's something that was a big change and basically just, um, just, being able to do something where I don't, I don't know if I said it earlier, but just where everyone has a voice and we can all um, collaborate and there are no bad ideas. It's just the ones we choose. Like even there's a lot of stuff that gets left on the table that are great ideas, but we all have a voice and it's really cool to be in an atmosphere where we can all contribute to something and there's no judgment. It's just fun. So that's what I'd say. I mean, it means a lot to me is what I would say. So. I can honestly say that you're one of the probably like two or three people in my life that have definitively changed the trajectory of my life. Mm. Like I had no idea what I was going to do after school. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know where I was going to move. There was a brief moment in time where I thought I was going to like move to South Korea and teach English. And it came down to like, I'm either going to do something like that or I'm going to keep going forward with this opportunity because what, what I told people was like, when else am I going to find someone that is so willing to teach me and show me yeah. everything that they know? Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like an apprenticeship. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. without you, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing things like paying my bills, like in the sense that I am right now, I wouldn't be living my life the way I am. I wouldn't be living where I am doing what I do, waking up every day and realizing that my job is awesome. Yeah. I get to have fun every day and it's something different. It, it really has just changed the the scope of my life and allowed me to like I don't know it's like it's like a dream to do this for a living yeah really as is. opposed to anything else that I could have chosen yeah. and I could never have done that without meeting you so well thank you both and y'all and 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 
on the same thing, like I said kind of earlier, we would never, I would never be in a position to move into a new studio or go to Disney World 13 times a year or if literally if it weren't for the team that I have here because I could not do it by myself like it, it there we had kind of hit a plateau honestly with where I was and I was like I have to find help and then freaking Jacob emails me a million times and Adam shows up literally on my doorstep <laughs> at the other studio so it just kind of worked out so yeah I know uh and again I know this podcast has been very heavy on praise and admiration of each other but i think that it's important for the listeners or viewers to understand that it's 100 percent genuine it like we really do have this this level of respect for each other and that's important to surround yourself with people that you can admire that you can respect that you can be honest with that you can have fights with and still figure it out and make it work because that only strengthens that bond and we all have a unified vision and that is make content that can make a difference in people's lives and like with the video that we're doing right now that you shot for the edge if we can make this video if it can raise the money that it intended to make it literally can this video can help aid in all of these entrepreneurs they're going to get this funding and they're going to get to go and live their dream. And they're going to get to have a career that the way you feel about doing what you do, it's going to help them. And so it's like when you sit back and think about what we do, it truly is. It's making a difference in the world around us. And that makes a difference in the world in general. So if I die tomorrow, I would feel completely content people want to say i want to make a difference in the world before i die i feel that we've done that everyone in this room and i think that we've done that through the channel of the the brand and name of seed creative and so yeah i'm super thankful for y'all all right so we're gonna we're gonna t we've got one more little segue uh, we talked about this briefly, but we made this uh, documentary for the state of Alabama. First feature-length doc we've ever made. Um, Adam shined tremendously on it. Uh, I got to do a lot with a camera that we will talk about in a future episode. Um, and Jacob, <laughs> that's how he and I made up after our little breakup. So this documentary did a lot for us as people. And it also did something pretty incredible, and that is it won an Emmy Award, which blows my freaking mind. Did you ever think that you would be an Emmy Award winning producer? I tell you what, I mean, I would, I, I would always hope so. Yeah. But when we were making it, it felt special. Same, dude. Because so many things kept happening. It's like, that's like God. You know, these things yeah. kept happening, and like we just kept turning out these really cool things. I'm like, this might add up to something. We don't yeah. know what, but it might add up to going somewhere, you know. And then we had someone that worked for us that started early in the project, and then like a, he left, and that created the necessity to reach out to Jacob. And Jacob and I, at the time, were not, I mean, we were on, like, talking terms, but we had, there. there's just, you know, how things happen in life. And so we weren't, like, talking as much as we had, but I called him. And again, here's that respect thing. I called him, and I'm like, dude, like, this guy bailed. He's not going to be available. I really need you to film for me tomorrow. And Jacob said yes. And that's where he and I got to talk and, and figure things out. And so this documentary... Won an Emmy. Adam got the shine. I feel like I got the shine in a point. Jacob got the shine. He filmed, helped film some of the most beautiful, especially the drone footage possible. And I just really wish that, like, during all of this, we even had the Emmy with us because then we would all get to see it and, like, all that good stuff, you know? So. Well, luck would have it that something came in the mail this morning. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> what? Bum, bum, bum. Jacob, this is why I wanted to talk about it in this episode. Okay. Oh my goodness. Did y'all know about this? You I just, just said no and wink. Only George knew. So wow. I had to track so the FedEx it. driver down it because they tried to deliver it to the old address. Oh. And they sent it back and they were going to send it back to Birmingham to get resorted and we literally made calls all morning. 
That's uh, and awesome. I went and picked it up this morning from FedEx. So now we get to all open the Emmy that we all, dude. You you yeah. are a big part in that. You helped film a lot of it. Adam produced it. So here's our Emmy award. Unfortunately, we did order two. I ordered one for Adam. It's <gasps> not here yet, but. Uh, we have this one that'll stay here in the studio. <laughs> I was about to say, I wish you guys could have seen Adam's face right there. You can. <laughs> you can. We have a video There's of a it. Camera. Yeah. All right, if you're so listening, go watch it. Let's open yeah. our freaking Emmy Award. Yeah. Yeah, you, let's you do should it. do it. Okay. I've already done it. <laughs> I looked at it. it. I looked at it. Uh, Plastic. It comes with its own cleaning cloth. Yeah. So if we can see that in the the camera there yeah it's still in the plastic take it out of the plastic take, take it, it out, out of the plastic, plastic. sing with me <laughs> take it this is That's crazy. a really nice box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this box is... That was half the price Thank right you, there. Like, the statue wasn't that much. Half it was the price the was all the plastic that, yeah. that it's in. Ugh. I don't... I, it's like I don't want to touch it. Just touch it. They gave us a fancy gold they cleaning gave, cloth. They gave us a cleaning thing. Here it is, boys. How about that? Here's our freaking Emmy Award. That's so that cool. That we won <laughs> together. Yeah. Isn't that wild? So there you That's go. That's crazy. Pass it around. She's Give it to so, Adam first. She's so pretty. No, Adam gets it oh, first. Oh, Adam gets it first. <laughs> Adam, Emmy Award-winning producer. <laughs> like Tom Brady, that thing. Just throw it at him. Oh, yeah. I wish that Jacob's name was, was on there, too, but we could only put three. <laughs> So it's, okay. it's, it's me and Adam and uh, Jay Lamar, who was amazing to work with. She mm -hmm. was the director of yeah, the. She's super cool. Uh, she's ba she's the one that hired us basically. Mm -hmm. So to to make it. <sighs> you gonna cry, Adam? Yeah. It's heavy. heavy oh, it is yeah. heavy. <laughs> Solid. Oh. What if you dropped it? How funny would that be? Oh, Very yeah. funny. Can you just order another one? <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, two or three hundred dollars. I think actually. That's no. amazing. That's like a real Emmy. That's a real Emmy. Yeah, that's we want a real Emmy. So. That's so sick. Should I just like put it in the middle of the table. <laughs> sure, now? sure. And uh, thank you, Jacob and Adam, for being, of course, the first guests because Seed Creative started this. Like this is the beginning of what we've done, dude. We've sent people to Australia. We've had um, we've had documentary series in Canada, like. Think about all the credit we filmed with. We've worked with people in China. Our biggest company, our biggest client is based in Poland. Like, and all of that started with us three. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, the stuff we're doing now compared to when we started is is nuts. Is crazy to me. Yeah. I know. I can't <laughs> quit smiling. It's so weird. All right. So I guess we're done. See you on the next. Look, so these podcasts are available, uh, should be available on most, if not all of the podcast platforms. Uh, like it, subscribe, tell us what you think about it. Uh, we've got some amazing guests lined up soon, um, including Jared Land, CEO of Red Digital Cinema. We're going to talk to Philip Grossman, who has filmed pretty much if you've ever seen any good high-quality content of uh, Chernobyl. He filmed it. He's going to come and be with us in studio. So we've got a lot of really cool things lined up. Let us know what you think about it. Share it, like, subscribe, give us talking points because we got to figure all this crap out as we get, as we do it. Uh, we're just flying by the seat of our pants, boys. What's new? That's how we've run our company. <laughs> all right. Peace out. This podcast was produced by Nick Golden with executive producer George Edmondson, edited by Nick Golden and Gavin Manning. Be sure to subscribe, drop a like and a comment. Tune in every Monday for brand new podcast content, and we'll see you on the next one.